Hello guys, Nancy here. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Diving with Nancy. So today I will be answering some insight questions that are going to enable you get an accurate and a deep understanding of me and what I think about this life. So as always, I always start with something funny so as to lighten the mood. So there is this joke and it goes like this. I married Miss Wright. I just didn't know her name was always. I hope you get the joke. Welcome to the episode of and let's start with answering the questions. And some of these questions are funny. Some of the questions I was sent by my friends. I did ask them to send me questions so that I can answer on my podcast. And they went all out and did send me some funny questions. And some are about uh, career, family, relationship, and skills and everything i can see there are so so many questions but i'm going to try and answer them with the few minutes that i have to communicate on this podcast today so let's start and the first question i'm just gonna start with a few personal questions then we can go deep into other questions so the the first uh personal question is do you have any allergies yes i do i'm allergic to dust I'm allergic to, I don't know if it's cold or what, but every morning whenever I wake up, uh, if I make contact with water or the flow, mostly tiles, I just get this morning flu. So uh, it's flu. I don't know. I named it the morning flu. I don't know what it is. I don't know what kind of allergy is that. So when, when it's cold, I don't really get to do dishes and i really like that because my mom will never let me do dishes whenever it's cold because of the flu how lucky am i okay so the next question is when will you know you have made it uh i will know i have made it when i get to that point in my life my money works for me when i i i wouldn't have to go to work i wouldn't have to sleep late because i'm working or wake up so early because i have to go to work or prepare for work i think when i get to that point in my life that's when i know i've made it the next question is what or who would you sacrifice your life for I would totally sacrifice my life for the person who has sacrificed her life for me, for the person who has been there for me, for the person who has put her entire life for me. And that is none other than my mom. Like, I will do anything for her. I will totally give my life for her. What was the first thing you wanted to be when you grew grew up? Okay. So as a kid, I wanted to be a fashion designer. Yes, I was so into fashion. Like to watch the fashion shows. I would love to scrap up my sister's fashion magazine. Uh, I have my elder, my uh, second born. She's so into beauty and everything. So I will take her magazines and take the. I even had a collection of fashion. I had books. I had. Uh, I used to cut out models and their fashion and pin them into that book. So I glue them actually on my 
art book. So I used to love fashion and I wanted to grow up and become a, a fashion designer. That was me when I was a kid. Then after class 8, I wanted to become a veteran, a veterinarian, uh, a vet. I wanted to become a vet then. Ah, somewhere along high school, I wanted to... <laughs> That's when my career shifted into leadership and administration. So that's me. And now I'm a podski. Wow. So much life can give you. There's so much life can surprise you with. Okay. The next question is, what's the first thing you do in the morning? I don't know about you, but every morning when I wake up, I check my phone. What's the time? Because uh, I've realized of late, I've been waking up early than my alarm. So I switch off the alarm. Then I go direct to my emails. I check my emails, then pray and start off with something interesting by going to my laptop and see what I can do for the day. Okay, the next question is what keeps me late at night? Okay, browsing. I love to Find, I love to uh, to browse, mostly to look out, um, to search for things that are going to help me become a better person. Uh, something, things that are going to shape my career, things that are going to empower me. I'm always up at night working. If I have to work on my... Um, on my podcast, if I have to create con con uh, content, I'm always I always sleep late. I don't like uh, I never sleep early actually. So I'm always working, always browsing. I love browsing. Yeah, I think that's what makes uh, keeps me late at at night. Next question: What single event had the biggest impact on who you are? I think as a kid, when I I didn't grow up in a rich family, we didn't have much. So whenever I could see someone uh, in trouble or someone in need, I'm talking in need like the street kids, uh, street families, I would feel really bad because I couldn't, I, I, I had the willingness to help, but the ability to help, I didn't have it. So the fact that I couldn't help, really bothered me so much and that's why I'm working so hard to be in a position where I can be able to help uh, anyone I will see in uh, in need and that's why whenever I find someone in trouble I always feel the pressure to help them I don't know why but I guess that feeling of me being in a position I couldn't do anything and whenever I get an opportunity to, to help someone I always go all out to do it the next question is, what lies do you most often tell, tell yourself uh, that I don't care? I always say I don't care, but in real sense, I do care. I'm a very caring person. What is the definition of success? Definition of success is happiness. For me, whenever I, I am happy, even when I don't have anything, but I'm happy, that is game for me. Like, that is success. 
I'm successful whenever I'm happy. So anything that brings uh, happiness in my life is success for me. So that's why I always go out, try to do things that make me happy. And at th- that feeling of fulfillment after doing what you love or, or after getting what you love, something that gets you, uh, gives you the hibichivis, the happiness, that is success for me. I think that's that's my definition of success. Sex is happiness. Next, would you rather make more money doing a job you hate or less doing what you love? I would rather earn less for what I love. I don't want to. Uh, I'm that type of a person. I can never work, uh, do something that I don't like, because I will end up screwing the whole thing up, wasting my time, uh, not being happy. That's not me. I always like to do things that make me happy. And I would rather unless but do something i love i really don't care how much the money is but so long even if it's volunteer it's for charity i can live with that i can live without earning but i'm doing something i love i really really enjoy doing things that i love even if they don't give me money so long as i love it i can do it next question what career advice would you give to your younger self? Okay. I think go exploit every opportunity you get along the way. And I will also advise myself to be spontaneous and always Take everything you learn serious because some of these things um, will are equipments that are, you're going to use for your future. For your future. So I'm not that old, so I don't think I can communicate that much with my younger self. So I think that's what I basically tell my younger self. So the next question is, this one is a family question. Has your family ever pressured you to act a certain way? Uh, fortunately, no. Uh, my family, I think from um, my two brothers to me and my younger sister, we've lived a life, uh, we've never been pressured to do anything. But, I, but mostly I think me, I really, I've always do the right things unless I think I started going weird when adolescence kicked in but again nobody really pressured me to do things that I didn't want so I think our family policies are freeway my sisters my elder sisters are first born second born third born and my elder brother like they, for them uh, they have been pressured but you know my parents are so old uh, I'll say they're old because I'm this uh, I'm their second last born, so you can imagine their age. So with uh, the gap between me and my uh, of, uh my mom's first born is like sixteen years. So you can imagine the years by the time 
we were born uh, she was not that strict so she never pressured me to act in a certain way i could do everything i wanted so long as it was right and i always i think i did things the right way that's what i can say so the next question is relationship question how much space alone time should people in a relationship give each other first of all i believe that okay we can have our time together but i think the most part of the day you should spend it alone like give yourself some more hours some more time alone and give your partner some their alone time that's what i do when i'm with my uh with my boyfriend we give each other some alone time we can be in, uh we can be together in the same room but we are doing different totally different things or you he can be in the sitting room i'm in the bedroom like we are doing totally different things like you we can spend the whole day like hi hi morning like we meet for lunch we eat breakfast and but i i really give him his time so he can do anything that he wants and so i take my time to do everything that i want because how else am i going to develop me if i'm all going to be like on him every time now and then like no we can create some time for ourselves and those hours should be really um uh, shouldn't be ambiguous it should be a small a uh, few hours of the day compared to the uh hours that you should spend alone working on yourself so the next question is how important is it for individual in a relationship to maintain their own separate identity again you are your own individual in a relationship as much as we say our uh, couples should be one or being in a relationship you should try and be like a package uh, to be one i think that uh you should be your own person yes there is you and there is him but you two should be your own people first be your person before becoming a uh, with uh becoming one with the other person that is working on yourself do what you want to do as i've said uh, on the previous question ensure that as much as you two are uh, there are some things that you do together but ensure the things that you do alone count as well if you like going to the beach uh for me and my boyfriend we both love the beach i mean that's where we met so if you love going to the beach alone do it if you love uh i love doing um art podski being a podski and all that's what i do and he likes maybe he likes uh football and all that's what he does so we have we all have our own separate identity and we all as much as we come together uh, uh we are one at some point but we are different people i'll never force him to be what i want him to be and he can never force me to be what he wants me to be because i know there are some things that uh if i try to push him to be what i want him to be then i will be going overboard like 
I'll be I'll be changing who he is and then I will lose interest because I fell in love with him not who I want him to be so we should always be our separate individual uh, be your own separate identity in a relationship that's what I think then the next question is how important do you think sex is in our relationships so I think sex is important sex brings couples together marital sex for premarital sex i don't know i bonding or uh, sex is sex either premarital or marital so i think it it brings people together and it helps uh with the bonding and everything most especially if um okay that's uh most especially if you two uh have known each other for a long time or whenever there is a quarrel uh, there is this uh first people say kiss and makeup or makeup sets or whatever so i think it kind of brings people together it's um it takes two to tango so it's something that it's unique it's special and it's important in a relationship because as i've said i think we should make this a topic for another day but I think sex is important in a relationship and it is very, very crucial. And that's why even inmates in prison have conjugal visits because this thing is important and we all maybe can't live without it. Okay, so it's there in the in the uh, at the top of the list, like sex, uh, human, human, human needs, sex is there on top of the list, like yeah so um, the next question is what's a relationship deal breaker for you for me a relationship deal breaker is being in a relationship with someone who is so selfish uh someone who really doesn't care about you and doesn't really care about themselves either because I can't date someone who doesn't get themselves. If you can't work on improving yourself, how else are you going to help me uh, become the best version that I can ever be of me? So I think any person who is not working on himself enough, that is not someone I can get my I can get uh, myself involved with. So yeah. That's a relationship deal breaker. Like, nigga, you can't work on yourself. Uh, there is no way you can. You, I'm gonna work with you. Like, there is no way. Next question is: Do you think human morality is learned or innate? First of all, uh, morality is. The, differ the differentiation of intentions, decisions, actions between those that are distinguished as proper and those that are improper. Your way of deciding what, uh, deciding right from wrong or wrong from right. How you act. Is it proper? Is it improper? That's morality. So this question is, do I think morality is innate 
or it is learned? Do we learn it or are we born with it? First of all, I'll say, I think that we get to learn more. We learn it because I'm saying this because I've learned, I've learned social psychology and it clearly uh, entails that um, we are subjects or we get to, we are affected by what surrounds us, our social interactions. So I think some things we are we get to learn them, not even some things, most things we as human get to learn them as we go on with life, our daily routines. Maybe as a young kid, there are some things that your parents were, uh, 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 were doing and you pick along as you go. Are the friends that you hang out with, are the people you go to school with, your squads and all those. I think we get to learn some morality from one, uh, uh, one or two from them. So we are, I think, not I think, I know we get to learn morality. Maybe this can be uh, debated, it's debatable because some will say it's innate, which it can be applied because uh, there are some behaviors maybe we are born with psychologically. Uh, this can be proven philosophically and all. But if I consider social psychology, I'll just say some morality I've learned. Yeah. That I, that's what I think, uh, that human morality is learned. This can be a topic of another day too. So, and the next question is, do you think the present is better than 50 years ago? Definitely, yes. Although, I think 50 years ago, everything was so peacefully. Everything worked themselves out if we are going to count out the walls. Okay. But so far, so good. Technology is awesome. Things are working great. Medical advancement. It's just um, remarkable how everything is today than uh, they were 50 years ago. The next question is, do you think that war is inevitable or can it be ended Completely. Yes, war can be ended. If those people who initiate and finance wars can stop and just um, carry on their white flags so that peace can reign, then I think war can be ended. Next question is, what do a lot of parents do that screw up their kids? So I'm not a parent. I don't even know why someone sent me this question, but it's a good question because this segment we talk about life. So I think parents do screw up their kid um, whenever they... Uh, for me, I'll say time. Most parents um, might be... Don't really spend that much time with their kids because uh, with everything that is happening today and the life and we are in today, so most parents prefer to be working and bringing, uh, to work and bring the money. Uh, okay, you can provide your, your kids with everything, okay? 
But again, these kids need their parents to guide them. They need their parents to listen to them. Because kids are so vulnerable. And I think every, uh, uh, because they are young and so they get to learn every point of their life. They are learning new things every day. Every day. I spend most of, most of my time with my sister's kids. And I see it like these kids learn new things every day. And whenever they learn something new, they always want to share with you with a grown up. So the fact that I'm always there, it, it, I think it kind of helps them. And whenever they do something wrong, you need to be there to help them understand this is wrong and also shape their morality as well. So I think most parents uh, screw up whenever they don't give much time to their kids yes go and work but also find a day uh over the weekend or whenever you go you come home from work spare some few hours with your kids take them through their homework help them teach them try to inquire what they have learned throughout the day uh who their friends are what are their opinions their friends share with them what kind of friends your kids hang out with too? You should always strive to learn about your kids. Okay? Don't just be a provider. Don't just go and work your ass off to, to spoil them. That's not good parenting. I think good parenting is when you spend uh, time with your kids. These kids need you. They learn new things every day and you should be there. It's so amazing. Like, it's so amazing. So, next question is, I'll talk a lot about kids and I don't even have any of my own. So, the next question is, what much is human life worth and are some lives worth more than others? I will say, mm, every life is precious and Every life is priceless. You can never, never put a price tag on human life. And there is no worth, uh, life worth more than the other. Every life is, we are all equal. Either you're black, either you're yellow, either you are brown, either you are white. Human lives are equal and we are all um priceless you can never buy anyone's life that you can never put a price tag on any human's life we are priceless we are we worth more and our lives matter and every life matter and we um there's no one whose life is worth more than the other either you are rich either you are poor we are all equal at the end of the day, we are all equal. That's my opinion. And I think it's for the many too. <laughs> okay, the next question is, um, what examples of outside behaviors that are symptoms of inner emotional scars? I've talked about this in one of my previous episodes that uh, some people will build walls to keep, other pe to keep others out of their lives. Because they have been, they have experienced some things, maybe they um they were in a relationship with someone and this some um, uh this person screwed up their lives. 
Now they have the um they will tend to build walls so as to protect their inner peace to protect themselves from getting hurt again or the scar cab removed and all that. So that's um whenever you see someone trying to push other people out um to push other people away, I think that's a sign of an um someone has uh, inner emotional scars. And also, this, there is this behavior of someone pouncing before they attack. They attack you before you attack them. Because they are always so quick to react before you even try to do something to them. Because these people, they, have, they, also, they have gone through some shit and they really don't want it to ever happen again. So I think this is also an example of an outside behavior that are symptoms of an inner emotional scar. Then the next question is, what technology from science fiction do you wish existed? Okay, there's this series, season, it's called uh, season 7 of The 100, if you're watching it. I wish that technology existed, the one they are using, uh, explaining the teleportation system of how you can translocate from one dimension, not dimension, one planet to another. How cool is that? I really wish such technology could exist so that I can move from one planet to another. Like it wasn't a problem. Like the technology in that series is so awesome. If you haven't watched the movie, you can try and watch it. They have a lot of technology advancement from season one to season seven. But I really love the one in season seven because it's so impeccable. It's so it's so awesome. It's amazing. Next question is how much would you pay a hacker threatening to release your browsing history to your friends and family? Okay, I think I will pay a fortune. Not, not, I'm not asking anyone to hack me, but I'm saying, wow. You'll be surprised what people browse. You'll be surprised. Some things are so embarrassing. <laughs> the next question is, what job would you be absolutely terrible at? Uh, any job that entails engineering, physics, I'll be terrible at it. Okay, that's as I, um, I'll be terrible at physics because I'm not good in physics. And I, when, uh, from four, when I was in form two, when I stopped loving it, I stopped, uh, I stopped for real. Like, anything physics? No, no way. What would our uh, next question is what would your perfect vacation entail? So uh, it's it's my dream that I travel a three point destination that is from Seychelles, a few days in Seychelles, then a few days in Dubai, then a few days in Miami, then come back home. Like that will be my perfect vacation. Like going to three dest to these three destinations, um, will be so awesome. Back to back, like from Seychelles to Dubai, from Dubai to Miami, then come back home, Kenya. Oh my God, that will be so amazing. And I'm so working so hard to get myself to uh that vacation someday. Hopefully, God willing, praying so hard. Uh, the next question is. What are the biggest challenges your country is facing right now? First of all, Corona, it is hitting us so hard, most especially economically. 
it's uh, it um the effect of corona is real guys so many people are committing suicide since the pandemic started life has not been easy because and lately i even witnessed a woman giving up her son to strangers like this woman she was just walking and walking from house to house asking for anyone if can take care of the baby because she she was done guys she had suicidal thoughts to kill herself and to kill the baby but again she remembered the baby was innocent so she wanted to give up the kid and maybe she can go and wander off and try to figure things about on on her own because uh she's a single mom and she doesn't have any employment and uh a neighbor took the kid so you can imagine the kid had not eaten for three uh almost three days this is so painful so when i say this corona thing it really it has really hit people so bad and the economy is really down there is no money like okay there are some business doing well but uh generally the economy is trembling the economy has really been shook like it's not things are not great economically because of the pandemic so the second thing i'll say it's unemployment youth unemployment that ha- this has been a problem like from ever even before pandemic and 2020 chronicles like unemployment of youth is bizarre like it has happened a lot and it's a big problem i hope someday maybe i hope someday maybe vision 2030 who knows it will work things up for people in this country so another thing is the political wind of our nation politicians are really are really throwing us uh what's the proper word just to use for this they're messing with our heads like the political systems the winds of the our political winds of these nations um and just are they are full of jokes and it's a problem because they keep derailing are uh, the citizens of these nations behind because um they mess with our finances they mess with our they mess with a lot of things because in this country we elect people basing on their our finances on the election deaths and not on who they are or what they are uh, they will give to the people so the political system are uh, the arena the it's 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 a big challenge for this country and maybe someday these politicians will and this uh games they are playing with the kenyans because it's really screwing up people people have died for the politics of this nation 
which are not good politics. So I'll say political wins um corona effects on effects and youth unemployment. But there are so so many challenges face uh we are facing as a country right now. But uh I've been asked the three challenges that I think we are facing, so those three. Anyway, I think these are enough questions to answer for today. There are so many questions, like five questions I haven't answered, but our time is far gone. And I really don't want to spend so much time talking or answering these questions. I, If you sent me a question and I haven't answered it, don't worry. We can arrange for another segment to answer this question. You can also send me a message on my Google uh, podcast, using Google podcast, but... um through anchor i know you are wondering how that works go to your google podcasts then search diving with nancy uh once you find diving with nancy you can you uh, click then you will find um a tab of message a website sorry website and subscribe go to the website and you will uh it will take you to my website that is on on anchor and you can you will find a tab of sending me a message it will enable you to send me an audio message how cool is that send me an audio message of what you think about this episode or what you think i should talk about in the next episode but before you forget on our next episode you're going to talk about men's psychology on our previous um uh, there is a my second episode i did a woman's psychology with our with my bff so this time we will be talking about men's psychology make sure you tune in to the next episode don't miss out have a wonderful time thank you for tuning in as always i love you so so much thank you for your support and everything that you do to get to listen to this podcast you are amazing have a wonderful time bye bye